Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Bam. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Seth. Welcome again to another episode of the what? The Lion's, Lion's Den. Den. Rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> right. Well, anyway... Um, just want to welcome everybody. Got my man's Larry. What it is? That's right. What's up? What's up? What y'all do? What it do, baby? All right. All right. We got Will. What it is? Hey, what's going on? STL stand up. Okay. And we got everybody else over live and Larry's live, Will live, and my live. And it is good to go. First thing first, we want to make sure y'all make um, know the number to call in when it's time to call in. 618-792-6747. And the topics is going to get real good. But first of all, how was y'all weekend? Good. My weekend was good. Man. What I you do, Queens? Chill out, man. I went down to uh, Hooters on Friday, uh, Saturday, watched the Georgia game. I know my boy on here from Georgia. Sorry, okay. man. Y'all took that out. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. What you ask, man? Man, turning up with my guys on Friday at that good old VFW, oh, baby. Oh, man, we got it in. Oh. Can we say celebration 10 years on the yard coming yeah. this Tuesday? Oh, my goodness. Hey, man, get it in, man. Bruh, bro, you like part of furniture now. I understand. Yeah. I understand. So I was there with you. And, um, yeah, we got it in at the uh, Offit Air Force Base for their uh, their holiday party, security forces. Y'all got it in. All right? Y'all seriously got it in. If y'all don't know, go to my, uh, my Facebook page, the DJ Scooby 313. You can see. People still get it in the swag surface. Hey, they was getting it, bruh. It was so crazy. But anyway, just made it back to that. So it was good, man, from that. It was it was real good. So today we're going to start off with the nagging spouses, right? Male or female nagging spouses when it comes down to business. Now, if you guys were on the page, you can see that there was a study done in Denmark that stated that individuals, men in this study, Right. <laughs> Their risk of death increased three times due to being in a unsatisfactory uh, household because you have a spouse that's getting on your damn nerves. Now, mm. the deal is this goes both ways, ladies and gentlemen, please believe me. And it, it's all about energy. What you think? I think so. It's all about the energy. It's all about what each other bring to the table. Yeah. I don't know, man. Anything negative like that, I, I just stay away from. Yeah. I'm trying to do something successful. You can't have no negativity in it. Can't have it. It's bad juju. Well, bad what you juju. think? I think for the most part, shit, man. You read what you sow, you make a decision. <laughs> but you kind of got to know each other mm -hmm. and kind of say, all right, are you doing this for you personally or are you doing it for the marriage? So on yes. and so forth. And I think sometimes a lot of distrust comes into the picture when mm -hmm. you talk about the nagging spouse. Typically, yeah. the spouse is not nagging because of no reason. It's something either emotionally based or they feel excluded from whatever your venture may be. Mm -hmm. So it could be they feel that you're trying to shine without them. Mm -hmm. They want a piece of the pie. Or it's the fact that it is bitching for no reason. You just never know. And, yeah, yeah, and I can dig that. You know, you raise a good point. Um, and being in a situation that, you know, we can target this, turn that around, it's looking at the wall, but... Flip it with a business, okay? Let's say you have a business. I don't care what it is, slinging bean pies, right? Or you, you know, you you out there, you you trying to get it. And I was had a conversation with a friend of mine. Let's say your significant other loves to polka dance, right? 
Polka. <laughs> Polka. Hey, but guess what? That's what you like to do, Man, right? You know we from the hood, right? No, it don't matter. Hey, but you never know. Shit, you know? But the deal is, let's say my significant other loves the polka. That's all she want to do. She turns up with polka. I don't even know what the music sounds like, and I'm a DJ. But the deal is, if I'm in a relationship with her, I don't care what type of polka you do, I'm going to be there to rock with you. Already. I, you, but you get what I'm saying? I don't care if you're about to get... Uh, uh, an award for being the best poker, you know what I mean? We doing this together. I'm not going to stand in your way. If you got a community of individuals that talk about poker, mm. I'm not going to be mad at you because I don't understand the energy of the poker community. You right, dig what right, I'm saying? Too that, too that. So let's, no matter what it is, if we're together, if I can't dig your jam, then I'm going to still support you in any way possible. You, you get what I'm saying? What you think about that? You feel me? I mean, you got to take a deep breath on it. Like, when you talk about business and pleasure for both of them, when you're trying to mix either one of them, you got to be careful with that. So I'd say it's that, that discussion. You just got to have an open discussion, heart to heart, keep it all out, you know, lay it all out on the table, mm-hmm. and hopefully it works itself out. Yeah. If not, you, you got to make that, that decision. It, it's worth, which one is worth my, uh, my the headache? See, there it is. Working for your dreams or working with, you know, dealing with an individual can't that can't conceive your dream. You know what I mean? Wait, before you speak on that, hey, I want everybody, if y'all got something that y'all want to say about this, make sure y'all call three. uh, I'm sorry, not three. Sorry. Six one eight seven nine two six seven four seven. Okay, y'all can call in. What's going on, Miss Lady, Miss Kamara? What you think about it? Go ahead, Will. All right, man. It, it, it's like it's like this. It's the business mm-hmm. of that individual benefiting just that individual, and or is the individual in the household? In the, um, is it going to support the household ah, as well? So I go. think you have to be transparent with mm-hmm. that significant other, that spouse, that mm-hmm. girlfriend, that boo, your other person, whatever you want to call it these days, to say I'm doing this for the long range picture. That's right. And unfortunately. I won't say unfortunate. I'm going to say it's a difference between us as men and then women. Women typically think with emotion, right? Mm-hmm. Us men typically operate in logic. Yeah. So we're thinking long-term, not temperamental. Mm-hmm. So if we're doing something, we're already thinking the secondary, mm-hmm. treachery effects of our actions today mm-hmm. to benefit us as a whole. Mm-hmm. But if you don't buy into that, we're looking at it like you hating on us. So, no, now, now to that point, I really do believe that's, the male part of the emotions, right? So we still thinking with emotions, but not when it comes down to the business. The sure. emotion is this. Why can't you dig what I'm doing? Because I need you being my other half. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If I see that you are negative, if you're nagging, you're getting on my damn nerves and I'm trying to make this work for everybody. Now I have to compartmentalize you. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So because we still, we all work in emotions, but we just move our emotions differently, right? Correct. So if I see that by bringing you into my polka dancing and you asking why you got to wear that funny looking dress or why, why you got to wear these old jacked up shoes, you know, I'm like, hey, this is what we do in polka. And if you can't dig that, listen, get out of my face because I'm, you know, my heart is beating polka juice. You dig what I'm saying? Mm. So if you can't dig it, then it's my responsibility, like you said, yeah. to make the choice. Yeah. Do I love poker? And and watch this. I may still love my woman, but damn. You get what I'm saying? I still love poker. And watch this. 
don't let her know and have known that I love poker. But now I'm starting to, you know, get it in. I'm on yeah. TV now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm doing poker on uh, Tyler Perry. Mama, you I'm, I'm somebody. Now I'm somebody. On ESPN. You're on ESPN. And now she don't like it. Yeah, you feel me? That balance. What you think? You got to get that balance, man. Mm-hmm. Find that balance. Uh, is there anybody out here on my live yeah, or on live you say? Oh, that, oh post a uh, number. Yeah, post a oh, number. Posted. But they yeah. got some input on this. Yeah, anybody got some input uh, on it as far as... Says, oh, go ahead. Elton Van says, some so-called nagging can be from one spouse outgrowing the other. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. That was big right there. Woo-hoo. Man, message. Yeah, message. Hey, now outgrowing the other... And you know, I think the goal of... Not just the goal of being together, but dreaming together is being able to support each other no matter where they're at. You get what I mean? Even if, like I said earlier, if it's not your jam, if it's not what you like to do, that does not mean that you can't be a part of the dream. You know what I mean? 618-792-6747. The call, the, hey, the lines is open for real. Lines is wide open. Y'all can call and uh, comment on that. All right? Just call. 6747. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. What you think, Will? Hey, she just fired some shots with that comment. Maybe you've outgrown the other person. Yeah, maybe. But you do you know how realistic that thought process is? Mm-hmm. Because. But it's scary, too. It's, it's scary, but at the same time, it's enlightening. Yeah. Because you think about. Are you the same person you were when you first met versus where you are now? There you go. And your so. thought process has evolved where mm-hmm. their thought process is still back at the beginning stages of your relationship. Uh, that's right. As you would say, can they dig it? Right. And if they do not, do you slow yourself down in your own progression? Mm-hmm. Although you have the best interest of the whole mm-hmm. in mind, mm-hmm. am I going to let you stop this grind? See, and yeah, and that makes sense. I believe maybe sometimes individuals are more concerned or more uh, in love with the nostalgic of the beginning of the relationship. And now that you are somebody, you want to say, hey, say with me, I am somebody. somebody. So when you become somebody and then, uh oh, we got somebody calling in. Uh oh, we got a call in. Yeah, we got a call in. Yo. Hey man, um, are you out in the middle of the farmland? <laughs> no, no, oh, wait, all right, no, I ain't in the middle of farmland. Hey, look, let me <laughs> let me hit you back. I thought you was calling for the show. You on the way? Yes, I'm on the way. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Listen, I'm gonna step out and I'm gonna uh, hit you back. Okay. Okay. I'll right. get you a drink when you get here. Yeah, I got you. Oh man, yeah. That wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> Impromptu radio. Impromptu, but we got it in. So yeah, I think I think that makes a lot of sense, man. As far as you know, you outgrowing an individual, and then what do you do? You know, what really do you do? What's the steps in that? Go ahead, y'all keep it going. I'm about to step out for a second. Go ahead. So Larry, we talking about steps, right? Yeah. You got this situation where you on the grind. We remember we just finished talking about business, right? You have a business idea. Are you looking for someone to help you develop the idea to bring it to fruition? Or are you looking for someone that's going to be oppositional to something that could benefit the entire family? Speak on it. I think I'm looking for somebody that's going to be helpful and bring it to fruition, like you said. Uh, the opposition, if it's good opposition, I'm not saying that's wrong. anything wrong with opposition as far as a business idea. Because if you're 
thinking way left and it's like it's gonna take too much of your time or it's kinda out of your mm-hmm. characteristic. I can understand hey, like hey man, you might want to go let you might want us to go step one and step two, but you thinking at step nine already, like slow down a little bit or maybe you, you need to uh you know, narrow down your dream a little bit. I get that, but if it's like opposition to where we call hate, like they just drowning you out and they got the negative energy, then uh, I don't need that. But if it's somebody that's gonna give me some like, hey, have you thought about X, Y, and Z before you jump into this, you know, this idea and make it, you know, commit to it, then I'm all for it. So it's all about that that positive reinforcement, so to speak, or maybe that positive, uh, like, hey, think about what you're doing, what you're trying to do, what's the end goal, like kind of challenging you to make sure that this is what you want to do and this is how you want to do it. Okay, so you're alluding to kind of like that person that kind of help you balance things out. Right, right. So opposition to me is good as well because it challenges you to think outside the box, right? Absolutely. So I think the more brains you have, the better your product can be. Mm -hmm. But when it boils down, when you're trying to grind that thing out, when you're trying to bring and develop that idea into something tangible, it requires you to have time. Right. Right. So you have to spend time away from home Mm -hmm. in order to make this thing realistic. How can you balance those things when, as school said to introduce that topic, the nagging wife or the person that's saying that you're never here? How do you balance that with the dream that you're trying to bring up and kind of conquer yourself? I think the key with that is it goes back to, and it's cliche, right? We say, hey, it's all about communication. It's all about communication. But if you express these goals, you express what it is you're trying to do, and that person supports you, then they'll understand. Because with any successful business, there is a sacrifice. I mean, you can go Mm. out here and talk to Bill Gates, to whoever these millionaires are, and they're going to tell you the sacrifices that they had to make. You know, they might be on their third wife or husband before they got to where they at but sometimes you know if you got to cut a person off unfortunately you have to especially if you chasing a dream that's that's a god-given talent for you and you won't let nobody stand in your way you might have to make that sacrifice so what was the uh what i'm coming into what happened who did it we, 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 we talking about when you trying to get your grind on to bring your dream to fruition mm-hmm. and the opposition as you say the nagging spouse right mm-hmm. or the nagging significant other yeah says that you're not you're never here we talking about to get to that dream, what they say is you want extra requires extra work, right. extra time. So right. that sacrifice is that time away from home. It's not like you're in doing it intentionally, but you're trying to reach that goal that requires you to be away from home. You, you know, you know, it's funny, man. My my daughter, she just she said the same thing to me today, as a matter of fact. She said, Daddy, it seems like you're always gone, and it seems like every other weekend you're going. No, every weekend I'm going. I said, okay, baby, all right. Well, do you remember the times when I'm out the house and you with me? Mm. You see? On the weekends. So the thing is, is what I try to do is include everybody in what I'm doing and put it on the calendar so you know. Don't be surprised, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's my responsibility to make sure I put that time back. Feel me? So if that. I'm taking the time away, I need to put it back. It's a bank account. You dig? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a bank account. You have to. But now if it's constantly bullshit, like, ah, you never hear. Okay, you know what? Now it's the reason why I want to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you every opportunity to come on and get it in with me. You ain't even got to do what I do. You can sit over there and do nothing. You get what I'm saying? Because if the tables was turned. You would expect that. You feel me? You Right? I got some comments for oh, you. Go ahead. you want me to read them? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my boy... Will said, nagging could be a state of mind. Does nagging mean the other half is just not listening 
to different views. Mm. My boy Sonda said, or is it just being really comfortable and not wanting anything to change? Mm. And then okay. Will came back with, most people only see things their way, and if the spouse says something different, it could be more of a rebellion, more of rebellion than the person nagging. Hey, and okay. go on that live right there. Hold that. What, what do you say? If you can read that. Can you read that? Me? Yeah. Oh, open? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lee says... I'm all over the place. No, it's okay. He says, uh, if truly that person is for you, then they will be there, understand, and when needed, ride along with you. The nag needs to go. They not the one for you and your vision. See. All right. We heard you, big dog. Yeah, we got appreciate man. Good word, inclusion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It is about... And you know, okay, so so let's touch on those. But from the last one to this one, okay? Okay. Yes, I do believe that it is about including individuals in the position and no matter what the dream is, right? right. Dream work, teamwork, man, dream work. We already know what that is. But to another degree, what the other individual has said as far as nagging, is it really considered nagging or is that partner giving you some information that you might not want to hear? Now, again, a good, good, good friend of mine will always say that honesty without empathy is brutality. If you think about it, right? So you everything that you're saying may be true, but do you got to cut my balls off in the process of saying it? You right, know what right, I mean? Right. right. Or and then watch this. Give me or give her a but let's try this. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can tell me the, the truth. You can keep coming at me with with what you think is wrong, but then follow it up with what's right. Right, right. And what we can how we can turn that wrong into right. So that, that's relating to effective communication. Yes. If you're trying to identify a problem, what they tell us, mm-hmm. don't bring a problem unless you have a viable solution. Because if not, it's called Nah. Bitching. There it is. See, it ain't don't be political. <laughs> ain't not in the lines then. It ain't that much room to be political. So, but yeah, it's bitching so though. What what it boils down to is are you willing to kind of put your stuff aside for a second to kind of see where that individual is coming from that's doing that grinding? Mm-hmm. Are you being a help or they headache? Which right. H are you being? Right. You know that's what I'm right. saying? You, you have to you got yeah, to yeah. kind of really think about what is the objective of what you're doing? Do you mm-hmm. want that person to spend more time with you? Is that time going to come from you bitching or are you trying to show support for that individual that, you, that you're that you supposed to be supporting? That's right. Because if you don't show their support when they don't come home, mm-hmm. that's probably a contributing factor as to why they choose not to. That's right. right. Hey, ladies, I need for y'all to chime in. Yeah, on this, you know? where chime the ladies in. at? Hey, and us look, men dominate. Like, because we us. will. Yeah. So listen, look, y'all call. See you, son, Carlos. What yep. you got on this 618-792-6747. You All right, the line is open. 618-792-6747. Please call mm-hmm. in and chime in. Y'all Let us know what y'all think. Right, and what you agree with, even if you don't agree, whatever. It's all good, And but that's what this is about. It's open discussion. Right? It's about growth and development on, on, the, on, the, on the highest part of life. But, um, yeah, man, when it comes down to it, you know, when it comes down to it, actually doing what it is that you want to do in life, can you do it with your teammate? And then sometimes it's unfortunate but my team may not look like what you think my team should look like. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, for example, I got a... All right. Uh, let's, look, let's look at this as an example, right? 
here it is. This is my office here. The lion's den. It used to be in the basement, whatever. Had dogs barking and shit, whatever. So had to take a step out. But however, I had to connect with individuals that could help me get to that next level by getting an office and everything, by networking. But does that mean, hey, well, because you're doing this, if your boys ain't helping you, I don't think you should communicate with somebody that's not your boys. On the flip side, right? On the flip side, let's say for you say, let's say back to poker. She likes poker. And she said, well, I really want to get these shoes, but a friend of mine, he really has the best shoes for me. And I say, well, if it ain't uh, Harrietta, and why you got to go? Why you got to go to Michael to get these shoes? Well, Michael got the best shoes, and this is you know. Now, if what's the issue? Is it the issue that her circle doesn't look like what I think it should be, or is it the fact that there's somebody else? There's another sex, an opposite sex, sex being able to contribute in a way that you can't, based off of their experiences or their abilities because you have individuals that let's say for example uh, i network a lot right when speaking we do all of that is that all men that speak no is it all men that have uh businesses no so what good would i be if i was not able to work with everyone diversity right right? and being open and letting you know hey this person helped me with this this person helped me with this this person helped me with this but you only fo- you focused on the one that looked like this. You get mm. what I'm saying? So, right, so tell me this. It sounds like you're talking about trust, brother. Yeah, maybe. What, what it boils down to, because mm-hmm. a lot of times, a lot of those discomforts or what you would call those insecurities comes from trust issues, yeah. or it could be contributing factors to those now current trust issues. But you have to think about the opportunities for you to expand yes you have to be able to be universal as like your touch points and yes and you know what to to piggyback off of that i do believe that it's our responsibility to create that space of trust you get what i mean right, we I have to we have that. to we have to create it right because if it's if the if, if the space of trust was never created effectively you can't build anything on it it's like a foundation right you're not going to build a house on a quicksand preaching right now you you know what i'm saying so i have to hold myself accountable to say all right well she might not like this because 10 years ago i did that so let me make sure she know that that's not going to happen that way by inclusion right copy but if i open that up so we can make sure everything is cool and it's still not now how long do you keep on doing that and playing that game you get what i mean i'm trying to move forward with you right and trying to move forward so you can see us all win but what's the limit yeah trying to find that that balance right there can be difficult brother absolutely what you got larry Somebody chiming in over there? No, that was just me making sure I post the subject because I know I got a lot of people chiming in. Oh, yeah. So I want to make sure they understand what we're talking about versus mm-hmm. just listening. Like, hey, what are you guys? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, again, the subject is can you have a successful business with a nagging spouse? Okay. When we're talking about spouses, I don't want to make it seem like it's just wives we're talking about. We're talking about a spouse, whatever yes. your spouse is. Or your boo, your baby, yes. right. whatever you want to call your other person. Absolutely. Right. So it's not just, we're not men in here t- and talking about our wives. We're talking about your spouse and your situation. Exactly. A lot of people and, yeah. around you. Yes, and how you maneuver through that. Hey, check out that live up there, Larry. I see something from 
Carlisa, you see it? Yep, I see it. I'll read it for it. Carlisa, she said, or I hope it's a she, right? Yes. Yeah, Truthfully, I think bitching and nagging Simon stimulates from insecurities. Let's get to the core of why the individual feels the need to display such behavior as to not support their significant other. Mm. Hit the nail on the head. Right there. said, I like that. Create a space of trust and security. Absolutely. Hey, and that makes sense. What so, are those instructions at, though? What's that? What are the instructions that for creating that space as you just alluded to? Mm -hmm. How long do you keep trying to create that space if they're not willing to buy into your efforts? And okay, so yeah, that makes sense. I think that that makes sense, right? So do you hold on if you keep playing this game, keep playing the game, and do you what do you give up on? Right? And is it giving up or is it just moving on? Is it evolving? You see what I'm saying? So from a person that can't pick up what you're putting down, they may think that you are just giving up. Why you just go give up and not do that? What do you expect? Can't quit me. You can't quit me. You get what I'm saying? I got another comment. Go ahead. My boy Will says, play both sides of the fence. First, what do men nag about the most? Second, what do a woman nag about the most? Or what do women nag about the most? Now, does men and women have the same some of the same nagging? So basically, are we nagging about the same things? No, no, no. Hell so, no. So, no, no to no to the hell. So this is what it is. Everybody over there that's watching this, do men and women nag the same? I think no, right? Because <laughs> shit, we men, right? So men are from Mars, women are from Venus. It rotates differently. That's but what the books say. That's too. what the books say. But the deal is, is that I think. You have to understand your love language, right? And I, I hate to go back to that, but you know what the love languages is. If not, go it's, ahead fi it's five it. of them. It's yeah. five love languages. Google it. Google. See what it is. You right? Book, Be because because that's not what we're here to talk about. But you have to understand what you need to love and how you love. It goes both ways, right? So like we talked about before, remember the golden rule. Some people say the golden rule is treat others the way you want to be treated. Yep, yep. No, I don't believe so. I say treat others the way they want to be treated because like you, you feel me? So here it is. I want you to uh, cater to me. Now, that's my love language. Now, my love language is words of affirmation. Your love language might be in quality time, yeah. but I'm a hustler. So now I got to balance that. Now, it's going to take a lot of energy for me to do, but I can do it because okay. it's necessary. But what you can't do is not feed my love language, but expect, expect your voice. you feel me. Yeah. So my boy posts another question. Mm -hmm. You active today, Will, I see you. He said, to find a business, is it both of the spouse's business or is it one spouse business and the other is left out? That's a good question. Is their ass helping? No, 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 no. Okay, so to this point, so no, what y'all think? Joint what business? Think? And it could be, to me, it could be either or, you know, whether it's a joint business or it's your own business or your side business mm -hmm. on top of your main job or whatever mm -hmm. it is you do. Yes. Um, my question I will pose is, is there a such thing as jealousy within, you know, a, business. within a business between mm -hmm. a spouse? You know, because sometimes that could be a thing, too. I think it, it could be. What you think, Will? Go ahead. I think sometimes when you get a lot of attention and there may be some neglect going on within your own situation, that that can transpire to your, your significant other that you'd rather be doing that than spending time with me that can create that type of, yeah. I won't call it jealousy, but that you're, you're being extra critical because you feel like you're being neglected for yeah. X, Y, and Z, mm. right? Mm. But you, you got to think about when you talk about business, 
it could be a situation where you have a husband and a wife, and the husband's all trying to grind to bring something up, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get their grind on, and that significant other could be at home grinding, cooking, cleaning, holding the house right. down. The there kids. you go, that, removing that, the extra, that extra shit. stress. You right? feel me? So right. that's teamwork, yeah, right? That's teamwork. There. That's right. And but, and oh, go ahead, go ahead. Not to cut you off. Go ahead. But if you at home. On YouTube, <laughs> on Instagram, or Facebook, not listening to the Lions, then yeah, ain't, ain't doing what you supposed mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not no buying. This is like you sitting down waiting for somebody to bring you some shit. That's right. No, nah, it's right. called teamwork in this thing. That's it's right. almost like what Eddie Murphy said: half. That's right. You I don't get half a shit yeah, unless right. you put in something. That's right. And, 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 and contribute. And that could be what his insecurities come. That's right. And so I love it. I love the dialogue, man. The thing is, I really do believe that if First of all, know who it is that you're with, okay? Understand who you're with and then understand their strengths. Now, it comes down to this. If I am, let's say, well, yeah, all right, I'm a DJ. I can't expect my significant other to come and get it in with me and spin. No, but I know that she may be good at, um, you know, analytical, administrative things because my mind be everywhere. Maybe you can help me out with my schedule so I can be organizing. You get what I'm saying? If I know my weaknesses... I married you or I'm with you to help be my strength. You feel me? Now, if you can't be my strength with my dreams, then where does it work? You feel me? And or is it only going to work once I drop my dreams? Okay. You know what? Ain't nobody call in. It's okay. We're going to take a pause for the calls, and we're going to go into the next subject. I'm going to keep y'all on on live. Y'all can just stay on. Where ain't nobody go kick it off, right? Y'all just go stay there. And then the next subject will be chivalry, okay? Chivalry. Is it still alive? What's going on? Whose uh, responsibility is it? Well, y'all that ladies, we need to hear y'all on this one. You know what I'm saying? Because some of y'all... Even if we, if chivalry came up and slapped you three times in the face, you wouldn't even know what it was. You're going to say, I got it. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So y'all stay by, stand by. We're going to be back with y'all in a minute at the Lion's Den. Later. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Lion's Den podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second part of the Lion's Den. Oh, boy. This is good. This is the top shelf topic. Y'all got y'all, y'all num num juice situated? Got it, got it. Y'all charged up? Let's talk um, about it. Red cup, boys. Get it in. Oh, my goodness. Chivalry. <laughs> yes. Chivalry, chivalry, God, chivalry. Man. I want y'all to, to, to speak on this, you guys. And don't forget, y'all can chime in via live. We got a live uh, guest here, Miss Alexis. How are you? I'm well. How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing good. Doing good. Where you from? I'm from Capitol Heights, Maryland. Oh, you from you from Maryland? Yes, I am. Okay. Okay, cool. cool. East Coast in the building. All right. So she's from Maryland. Okay, so chivalry. What do you think about chivalry? And is it dead? Um, I don't think that it's dead. I feel like a lot of why men are not as chivalrous as they used to be mm-hmm. um, is because of the technology age. You know? It's, technology? That used to be something men... What, what do yes. you mean? Speak on that. Speak on that. The technology. 
back in the days, right, you know, you imagine the amount of work you had to go to just to court somebody, right? Just yeah. to show a person you like them. You okay. had to put in work. These days we have apps. You don't need to put in work anymore. Because if you, the one left. person isn't accepting what you're giving, the next person is at your fingertips. You know mm. what I mean? Okay. So, all right. Okay. Well, here, how about this? This is my thought, and I can be way off. But there's nothing different right now in the world but technology. So I get that. However, true courtship is that that will never change. Right. So the the what you do to uh, communicate and to take care of a woman to make her feel special should be the same no matter what. Like, of course, we're not going out and, uh, you, you know, just, we're not just going to the drive in and all this other stuff. But it's the small things that matter. Right. Am I still Definitely. opening? You know, am I opening the door for you? Is no app for that. You did what I'm saying, right? So, right? No, 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 no. I hear you. I'm mm-hmm. just saying those types of things are a lot. I think I'm I'm 24 years old, right? 24. And oh, Thundercat. Okay, I can dig <laughs> it. Yeah, I can. Listen, it. hear me though. I'm 24 years old and I'm dating, right? Mm-hmm. Actively dating, and you can tell because there's just a lack of effort in the dating age these days. Yes, the things the things should be the same, right? If you actually care about somebody and you want to show them that you care about them, you're going to do those things. You're going to open the doors. You're going to make sure that, you know, she's not walking on wet ground. You're going to make sure you're on the, she's on the inside of the walkway when you guys are walking down the street. You're going to make sure those things, right? Mm-hmm. But there's this, there's this culture in dating these days, mm-hmm. and the culture is more like a, we're hanging out. You're my friend. I'm not courting you. If I like you after we hang out, mm-hmm. then maybe I will court you. And then those things will start to arise, right? Because the respect will build. Okay. But it's so minimalized it because is. of, you know, what I mentioned before. Okay. So, fellas, what y'all think? Who fought is it that these young men ain't courting correctly or practicing chivalry? What y'all think? You said, who was, what was it? Who's, whose fault is it? Oh, I mean, from a man's perspective, I I, I blame the man. I mean, mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, I grew up. I my father wasn't in my life much, so I I just picked up on what a man, how a man's supposed to treat a woman based off how I seen men treat women. You know, mm-hmm. like so for my uncles, cousins, whoever it was. And I'll be honest, I didn't see a lot of chivalry growing up. Mm-hmm. I probably learned what that word meant until I got in college. <laughs> you know, so, like, I, I'm being honest. So, but knowing what I know now, do it. I still practice that in my everyday life. Right. No, but like on special date date nights or whatever, I can be chivalrous. I guess if so. Like on Tuesdays no. or something. On Tuesday, man, yeah. man, man shut up, <laughs> bro. It, it should be on, it, it on should a daily be. basis. It should. I'll it be should honest. be. No, I'm not. It should be an everyday I, thing, but I, I don't know. Well, what you think? I definitely have to come oh. in real quick and just ask: Why is it circumstantial? Exactly. What makes a change? Exactly. Why is it not an everyday thing? I know, but but so here before we'll speak on it, I, I think, and it's just my personal experience. Um, it, it take energy. It does. You get what I'm saying? That's so it's not a habit. It's me. not, a, and, and so don't get me wrong. Chivalry is good. Chivalry shouldn't be a part of courtship, actually, because courtship. I'm hey, I'm showing you, I'm the best candidate. If that makes sense, right? right. And so after that, the the chivalry should be able to be in my opinion, limited to me opening up the door for you when we go up to Walmart, if it's not automatic. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's automatic, I'm just going to let you walk in first. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the simple mm-hmm. things. But, you know, when I'm courting, 
and you know I'm taking you out and everything. I'm making you. You get what I'm saying? I get that dress ready for you right. already. Right, right. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Why? Because I was using my. You know, I was being intensive. I I knew your dress size when you didn't know it. You dig it? So when I say, hey, get ready, I want you to go here. Well, I ain't got nothing to wear. You do now. Boom. You and, dig? And I like to use it for special moments, though. Like, special moments. I get you. You do it every day. It becomes common, and to me, to me, this is my opinion, right? Then you go be inspecting it, that shit. Yeah, it, it don't mean that. <laughs> like yeah, it loses its trouble. value and it loses yeah. its touch. You know, mm-hmm. not not opening the car doors and stuff. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But when we're talking about like going all out, I like to do it on special occasions because now my significant other knows. Okay, look at him playing. You know, gentleman, whatever it is, but. It has a better meaning and a better feel to it than just doing it on a regular basis. Okay. It just loses its touch. What you think, Will? Keeping it spicy. Man, yeah, yeah, I was saying a handful, right? Yeah. So, Alexis. Yeah. All right, so check this out, right? So, I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I'm going to go from a woman's perspective and then a man's perspective. As it relates to the woman's perspective, you look at how much the times have changed, right? And you think about what type of examples are young ladies exposed to to understand what the responsibilities of a woman are right so when you grow up thinking that i'm independent i don't need no man to do anything for me the beyonce's etc that became a mindset for some women where i could open my own car door and i'm gonna give you a quick story on that when i seen a young man in walmart how ironically we're talking about walmart right and i noticed that this young man did not let this young lady out of the car so I have a 19-year-old, and I walked up to that young man and said, hey, is this your, is this your girlfriend? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my little boo. I said, well, I need you to represent for men to go over and open that car door for her. You're not only doing it to show chivalry, but you're doing it because you are her protector, right? You have to have a standard, but that young man probably not, had nobody to hold him accountable like that. Now I'm going to go on. The, the young men's side from a man's perspective, you don't know how to be a man until you experience it. You can look at things all day, but to you actually personally experience it and you establish those values, you don't know. So you don't have the grandfathers showing you what it's like. Most of your fathers, they don't even show you what it's like. So you're kind of learning day by day. And I always hold this premise where women hold the key to men. And as you go back to back in the day in school, you can have a young boy that's sagging his pants, doing this and doing that. But if he finds that one young lady that he likes, he would change his whole swag to appease that young lady. Where you ain't never seen this boy go get no flowers, <laughs> no candy. He up here asking his mama, mama, I really like her. What can I do to show her that I like her? So he started to change up his whole swag mm-hmm. on behalf of the standard that the woman set for him. Now, to that point, there you go. You ready? It's about to get down. Check it out. But there's still some young men that don't have to do it because the females don't expect it. Mm, you feel me? There you go. It's not a requirement for it. So now, guess what? All I got to do is supersize the fries. You in love, heifer. Witchy. You know what I'm saying? Witchy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But now, but that's what I'm saying. I think that it goes both ways. So when I pose the question, who fought is it? It's everybody, right? So it starts at the mm-hmm. crib. It starts at home. So I got a daughter. Bruh, it's like bad boys. You feel oh, me? You heard me? Listen, first of all, it's already locked and loaded. Please believe me. Look, she, she got hair all the way down her back, and so she, she's going to be a problem. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be a problem, too. But however, I'm going to let her know. Dog gonna be a problem. I, I know that she's going to know what type of man to deal with because of the standards that I am teaching her to have. So that young man 
better be on point mm-hmm. because a I'm gonna take her out already. I'm showing her things, taking her to different spots already. So when it do say, hey baby girl, you want to go to Ruth Chris or you, hey I'm about to go to Vegas. You want to go with me? She said, well my daddy already did that, so got to come better. You, than you that. feel what I'm saying? Standards. So and watch this, my daddy already opened up. So then therefore. She's going to be the young lady that asks him, oh, well, if not even saying anything, she's just going to watch him. See how he treat her. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's going to determine. Right. And so I always say this. You, the way you carry yourself teaches individuals how to treat you. So back to the females. If you don't yeah. hold yourself to a certain standard, that means, well, look, I worked all day. I ain't got to work no extra. So whatever you, you know what I'm saying? Why should I do it? Hey, Netflix and chill. Shut up. Here's the password. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? what you think? I got it. I got some comments. I'm going to read. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Read them comments. A couple guys. Van say Shivery is not dead. Uh, He hit that on. He said, I don't think Shivery is dead. Some people just don't know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. George, uh, my boy Will said, the word means loyal and brave. So how are they using this in the discussion? And then we go on down. I'll, I'll get to you again, Will, because you said it. Uh, he, you said, I'm tracking how y'all using it. So does chivalry have the same respect as it did back in the old days? Or is it just supposed mm. to be expected? Okay. Mm. And then I can't say you're like, Kron, Kari? She said it's not as heavy as it used to be, but it's definitely not dead. And then Van said, even if men have shivery, what do the women bring? Which is oh, a good wow. question. Wait, That's a good wait, question. Wow. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, definitely re- goes both ways. Yes, True it that. does. It does. Hey, uh, Larry, check out that those comments up there. What you see? All right, I got Lee Moyne. He said, bro, do it all the time, not just on special occasions. Mm-hmm. Special. Shots fired. Special at all times. Shivery doesn't lose its value. It is. It is if it was actually valued to begin with, and women can and should contribute to chivalry. Mm. And then that was from Star. Yeah, that was from Star. Sorry about that, Star Thompson. Then Lee came back and said, "Good word. Too many boys being raised by women only." Mm. Ooh, damn! Action. Yes. Damn. Damn. And that's the deal. That's the deal. You know what I mean? When you got individuals that's in households that's predominantly women or the men that they see is on some bullshit, you get what I'm saying? You adapt to the bullshit. You adapt to Okay, the I got a female perspective on here. Shamanda Art said, unfortunately, chivalry is dead, mainly because of the lack of fathers. Fathers are supposed mm. to teach a man how he's supposed to treat a woman. Fathers are supposed to set the standard for mm-hmm. how a woman allows a man to treat them. Okay, I agree, but at the same time, I think women. Now that we're talking about this, and then you got kids, young men, young young ladies, you got to start instilling that into them as well. So even though we know there's a lack of fathers out here for whatever the reason is, we still got it. You as women have to instill that into your young girls and your young boys to teach them. Hey, this is how you're supposed to treat a woman. Uh, yeah, Alexis. Yes, sir. So, so how old is your son? He's three. Okay, so. What is it that you're doing, or if not you, what would you suggest young ladies like that's in your position right now that has a son, right, and mm-hmm. want to instill those type of things in him? What would you do? How would you help encourage that for, for young ladies? Right, right. So right now my son's three, right? Mm-hmm. And as he gets older, even now, you know, there's still subtle things that you can do that, that makes that expectation. He knows that 
when we get out of the car, he closes his door. He knows that he goes to the door. He, he carries some bags. He helps me with his stuff. Right. I get my stuff. He'll open the door. He stands on the inside. He can't really open it, but he'll stand on the inside while I unlock it. He closes it. He locks the door. You know, just small things. As mm-hmm. he gets older, there will be more responsibility that I will place on him right. because he's going to be a young man. Mm-hmm. Gratefully, so my son does have those male roles in his life. And purposely put good male roles. There we go. You know, that can introduce him to being a man. Things that I, I know I can try, but it's not going to be the same because I'm influencing him from a different gender. You know I what I'm understand. saying? And that's the deal. And I'm glad you said that because I do not believe women can raise men. Right. I really don't because genetically it's impossible. <laughs> However, I think that what women can do is contribute to make sure that that young man is in the environment where he can cultivate into the right type of man. Right. So you're right. doing that. I appreciate that. That's awesome. What you was going to say, Will? The the influence and the education for you say you're currently dating. Right. Alexis. And you're showing him the standards that you set forth as yourself. So as you're going through dating, you're looking for the expectation for a man to treat you a certain way. Thus your son is going to see that as an example. If it's good enough for my mom, it should be good enough for me. Right. But the the aspect, and I I commend you on identifying the fact that you're doing what you're doing from a woman's perspective, because it's true. A woman cannot show a young boy how to be a man. That's something that you learn either on your own through the streets or through the essence of another man or another male figure. But I commend you on what you're doing because it's, it's, it's imperative that you show that young man what the standard should be by setting that tone. Because you got some young ladies out here that jump from person to person to person, different exposure, come over at 2 o'clock and you walk in the you walk, the kid walk in the room. Hey, close my door. That's what they that's what they exposed to. So that's going to dis- perpetuate the same type of mentality when he gets older. I don't have to do X Y Z. So I, I got a comment coming in. Go ahead. Um, it's also not raising your voice to her as a protector. You should never intimidate. So that's coming from Tyler uh, Petey. Uh, what's up, uh, PD or whatnot? So, wait, wait. So, raising your voice, what do you mean? Like, as far as communicating? The communication part of things, right? Oh, snap. So, okay. I'm, yeah, hold on to that. You it's got, hard to take your emotions out. Yeah, I, it I is. got a comment. Yeah, go for, ahead. Uh, not a comment. I got an input for Alexis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, from a male's perspective, right? Tell me what chivalry looks mm-hmm. like for you. How do you show chivalry to your guy? Mm. Ooh. And this is not just towards you, this is towards any female that is listening on the live right now. Mm-hmm. I, I need to hear what does chivalry look like from a woman to a man? Right. So, question. you know how they, they have the little memes on Facebook and stuff. And they're like, oh, be this peace, right? Mm-hmm. That That is how you are chivalrous to your peace. Man. You, you be his woman. Damn. Not hey, just a yeah. woman that's keeping him company. You be his woman. That's you right. You make sure he is fed. You make sure that he has what he needs to succeed. Mm-hmm. You you provide the tools for him to go out and do what he needs to do. Preach. Right? Okay. So you know what? No, you cheating. Because I'm going to tell you what you're doing. See, <laughs> you listen to the first half of the uh, show. Shut up. No. You hold that. Shut your mouth. Hey, Larry. I, hey, I, hey, I hey hold, hold that. Yeah read, yeah, read that one up there. All right, I got it. Angela, she says, you have, wait, you have a few types of men. The type who have never seen it themselves. But they want to do things different. The ones that look at it like, what is she doing for me? And the ones that it's just in them. 
It's just in him. I got you. Okay. Wait, well, first, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let y'all know it's not that Larry can't read because yeah. he can. It's small just far. Way. It's far away. It's small. Yeah, it's small and he needs glasses. <laughs> uh, have mercy. But yeah, so, but thank y'all for live. So we're trying to make sure everybody can see everything. But that makes some good points, man. It makes some real good points. And I'm reading but, unedited yeah, yeah, paragraphs. Go, go, yeah, and right. unedited. Yeah, some of y'all so can't I got, write. I got some of y'all ass can't too. type. My, yeah. my, my Aunt Regina says, not true. My grandson was raised by his mom and myself he was expected to be a gentleman at all time open doors carry groceries even walk my friends to their cars when they leave when they leave my house no and and so no that's good and and again not saying that women can't um can't uh raise men or young men to be respectable but women in my opinion right we can chime in on if you want women in my opinion cannot raise a man Show them. They can show them, and it's, I believe it's your responsibility. So, yeah, hoping up the doors, holding the groceries, or whatever the Walking case is, walking to the cars. Yes, that's absolutely correct. However, that young man will not know how important it is to take care of certain things in a household, right? Mm-hmm. Like a man, because a man is genetically connected connected to him you right just by genes you sure. see but what was that other part so, so my father-in-law richard said what's way, up richard yeah whatever rich. he said the way the woman talks to men her son see that the way he grows up he won't have no respect for women oh mm. right. you're talking about and, trauma and cuts deep yes you're in the house raised with just you know no man and the woman's got a lot of no good you know men around then the son or the daughter is going to see that. So it's it's, it's the foundation. It really yes. just falls down to the foundation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe that's true. I believe that's true. So watch this, Alexis. What do you think about this? How do you, since you're single now, obviously you were, you know, in different relationships or you, you were, you've been in relationships. Do you communicate about the lack of connectivity or the bad experiences that you've had with those other men or man around your son? Absolutely not. I don't even date around my son. Okay. See, there we go. Because there's some females that bring every time dick and hair... Dick, right, especially yeah, this your new uh, daddy, right? This your new daddy, <laughs> or lying, say, "Oh, this, this uncle so and so," but you, you get what I'm saying? So Ask him for that, forty dollars, right? But the yeah. thing is, they communicate and they don't think the kids can understand, but they hold on to that. Mm-hmm. You know? And even yes, and even to my point, like you, you're saying, you know, do I speak negatively about the people that I've been with around him? And I, I told you, like, no, I don't even openly date around him. But mm-hmm. even in the instances where his father and I had our disconnect, I don't talk about his father around him. I don't care who's around to discuss it. Like, I, I'm not doing it. Bless you. Bless mm-hmm. you. Right. Bless you. That's and good. I know he's a sponge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. The kids are. will repeat things that you said three weeks ago. you like, where did you? Oh, man. And then, you know and, what I mean? Yeah. And then on top of that, what we'll do is we'll start blaming everybody else for talking crazy or society, but it's coming out your own mouth. You ain't mm-hmm. listening to what mm-hmm. you're saying. You're not listening to how you're contributing to the detriment of the child or creating his own view of how to treat women. Right. And then right. so the next thing is females that treat and groom their young men or their sons like the men that they're attracted to. 
Oof. Oh yeah, I I, you, you dig it. That's See, a real thing. It's a real thing. That's so real so thing. yeah, I went there. There you That's go. A real thing. Just because you don't have a man, that don't mean that your child is the man of the house. No, that is not it. Nor should he be three years old talking with these you, you get what I'm saying and talking crazy. Right. You know, we see it all right. the time. So how can this young man grow up to um uh exude chivalry and be a upstanding man if you are grooming him to be the man that you like that's never at the house. Right. Or you can't keep. You get what I'm saying? Message. Oh, man. Yeah, I went there. Go ahead. Y'all talk about and it. Not only that, but what, what does chivalry look like? Because, you know, we hear that word, but do we really know what it is? Like, when we see it, or do we know if we're even doing it correctly? So this is growing out to anybody. This is like a general question. Like, what is chivalry? We know what that is. We understand what that means and what it looks like and how we should be teaching our young folks so that they grow up and it's natural. Yeah. Not force. There you go. So, Will, so, so what is what is uh, shivery? I'm going to help out with that, man. To me as a man, shivery is a responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're a father, whether you got young men or young ladies, that you've been an example. So to what you stated earlier, you have to be consistent because – your kids are watching you consistently, not just on date nights or when it's there that special occasion, right? So they're looking at you for what you do on a consistent basis to kind of emulate what mom or dad does because it's considered to be the right thing because that's who you're around the most. But what chivalry looks like to me is you've been that protector, right? You've been that person to not just walk on the other side, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're being that person to think before things happen. Right. When you out, we know as military men, we always on guard. When we with our family, we on guard. Right. We don't get that time off because at any given time, we have to react to protect our family. To me, that's chivalrous. Mm -hmm. It's also a responsibility that we take on as men. But to open that car door up, you're letting them know that you don't have to worry about this. I got it. You're communicating yeah. that comfort yeah. and that feeling of protection that you got somebody that's willing mm -hmm. to go that route for you. And it goes deeper than that. It goes a lot deeper than that. And I truly, truly do believe that if you can't clearly communicate to the significant other or the young lady that you're dating that this is the way that I am, she may think that your ass is paranoid. Mm -hmm. Wait, I don't need no man opening up the door for me. I, hold oh, on, chill I out. I can get my own goddamn door. I got my own door. door. Wait, <laughs> I can do, you know what I'm talking about? Or, hey, listen, young lady or, you know, baby girl, I need you to step on this side of the road because... That's not how, you know, we do things. Don't tell right? me where to yeah. walk. Hey, don't tell me. Get your hands off of me. Why are you telling me what to do? Blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm trying to protect you. And then you can say, hey, it's my upbringing. It's me being in the military. She going to say, that's PTSD. You crazy. You get what that's I'm saying? That's that military stuff. Exactly. I ain't in the military. Right. And then it doesn't have to be that. It can be just, this is how a man should treat you. You get what I mean? And some females don't have that experience of being treated well and then when they get it can't like recognize. i said they can't regular it can jump up hit them three times in the face and they don't know what it is i, I got some comments oh go ahead speak Rhonda up the heart said also a lot of women overcompensate by doing everything for their sons because they feel bad for whatever their living Ooh. arrangements are go ahead on you just hit that one Eaton vance came back and he said there are other ways to set the example there are men at church that can set a good example if you're a single parent you should be able to ask a friend input if you, if if not, you need to get some better company. Wow. So I agree. There are other programs and organizations that are out here showing young men, especially, you know, how to court and, you know, show chivalry. But there needs to be more. 
I, I will agree with that. Yes. There's really no excuse even if the man is absent from the home. Right, right. There's no excuse. And then I also do believe that it's our responsibility as far as upstanding men or halfway, hell, halftime. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm halfway there. You know perfect. what I'm saying? I ain't perfect. Yeah, I ain't perfect. gonna try. Look, even my hat crooked for a reason. <laughs> you know, but the deal is, is that it's our responsibility to make sure that we go out right. and go to the, be an outlet, be an advocate for, hey, this is at least how you tie a tie. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. This is at least how you communicate with, with individuals. You, you get what I'm saying? This yeah. is how you treat a young lady. And it starts with us because they can see it. I don't care if a man has been there or have not been there in the past, right? For example, my father wasn't there, yeah. but... I'm damn near 40. You think I'm going to keep right. crying about that? Look, I got to get it in. Get over it. So I got to, you know what I'm saying? I got to get it in, do what I have to do, and then be the type of man that my son would be proud of, my daughter be proud of, and what I'm charged to do in this on this planet, right? So it's my responsibility to make sure that we go, create hey. A, create in a, fl- a platform like this to have this type of dialogue, right? And then to go to different locations and be that example. What you got? Somebody over there talking? Hey, What's hey, that? hey Lee Moore. I knew, and I, Lee Moore and y'all got jokes I see. I don't need no glasses. I just can't see this far. <laughs> just a South Side education. Yeah. What, what you, Go what, ahead, ma'am. What'd you say, Lexus? <laughs> I definitely wanted to ask you. Uh-huh. Um, just coming from a younger, I guess, generation of people. Sorry, y'all. Shut up. But um, at Talking what we age? Old. Did yeah. you, That's what you're saying? Oh, but go ahead. Yeah. But go ahead. What was that? What age what? At what age did you find being a chivalrous man to be important in your dating experiences? Mm. Mm. Okay, go ahead. I'll let y'all speak on it. I, I got mine. Uh, I don't think there was a, a real age, honestly. Uh, if I had to put an age on it, I would say probably my early 20s, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about, mm-hmm. and that's just me dating, like dating. I guess really it was courting. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say the, it was chivalry. I think I was just courting. What you got, Will? I'm going to say, man, it's when I met this woman, it was years, years ago. I ain't that damn old, though. But <laughs> it was more so when she established that standard. Like, although you smooth, you kind of cute, I ain't going to be no easy, what they call uh, check mark off that box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to have to earn me. Mm-hmm. That set that standard where, okay, I got her some flowers. Okay, that shit didn't work. Mm-hmm. All right, I took her to the movies. I even opened up the door. That shit didn't work. You know what? Consistency. It made me like her more because she set a standard. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. it made me actually take it more seriously. It was the regular thing to do is you got a female that never had someone open up a car door mm-hmm. or pay for dinner. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that's in the bag. That's easy, right? Mm-hmm. But when you met a woman that kind of held you to a standard, like, no, my father helped me to this standard. So, therefore, who am I to not hold you to a higher standard? Mm-hmm. I respected that. And it taught me from that point forward. It's about mid-20s mm-hmm. where I had to look at it a totally different, like, okay, I have to make sure that I'm doing my due diligence as a man if I really want a woman. Mm-hmm. I can't go out here talking about, I, I want this woman, I want a wife, I want this, I want that, but I want yeah. really to carry those responsibilities mm-hmm. that I should be doing as a man. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I think for me, Alexis, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. All right. So I ain't going to tell my age because ain't none of your business. But <laughs> the deal is, I think when it came down to me, it was in the 80s. And 
I was not dating. Oh, nigga. Man, shut up. So no, listen, I was count. Yeah, no, <laughs> listen, I wasn't dating. What it was, I was in a situation and with my father not being there, I saw what my mother did not have. You get what mm. I mean? Now, not being a man of the house, but I felt as though she deserved to be treated a certain way. Mm. Right. So I will make sure that I watch Like, I mean, you know, you just have to watch individuals, watch different things on TV to see how. I mean, what was it? Billy D. Williams? Cool. Oh, cat. man. Man, cat daddy. Pimp. Bruh. Hey, he bought, what, 102? And he's still getting, <laughs> hey, panties still being thrown at him. But at the same time, I wanted to make sure that I could see different things in different men to see how they treat their women, right? And then I taught that. Well, not taught that, but I tried to, you know, apply that with my moms. And I mean, I was little, man. I was like maybe 10, you know, hey, mama, let me go ahead and do this. You know, let me go and take care of this. She's like, baby, you ain't got no money. You can't. Okay. That's okay, though. That's okay. You I, can draw <laughs> yeah, I can draw some money. I can draw some money. write you, know you a little mean? poem. Yeah. I mean, I would do things like that, right? So I was doing things to show her that she was important. So when I got older, she helped mold me into perfecting it. And then so every woman, now here it is. Not every woman was worth that time. You understand? Not every young lady was worth that energy or time. Going back to our original point, they didn't know what it looked like. So I said, well, damn, I ain't got to do that much because you're not wife and material. You're not my uh, child's uh, mother material. So whatever, you just in for the moment. So I didn't have to use that. But when there was a young lady that I was feeling yeah. Oh, yeah. I went Absolutely. back. You get what I'm saying? I went back. Yeah, I you know, I remember what mama told me. You know what I'm talking about? Let, let me go ahead and pull up my pants just a little bit. <laughs> let me go put it just a little bit. And, and, and let me go ahead. And, and, you know what I'm saying? Let, let me hold her hand. But yeah, let me just look at her a certain way so that she can understand that she's important. Because it's not always the action of opening up the door or the uh, the act of, you know, paying the bill and all that. Maybe it's just the undivided attention that you're giving, and even if you ain't listening, at least you're faking it till you make it. She think you listening. Hey, bam, I got you. You see what I'm saying? But is is that part? It's basically putting that woman first. And so to answer your question, I put my mother first by seeing what she did not have, and I wanted to make sure she had that. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. There you go. Well. Uh-oh, we about that time. Let's wrap it on up, everybody. Hold on, let me go back to these comments. You got any comments? Yeah, I got some comments. Go I got a couple. I'll read them off real quick. And I can read because I'm reading from my phone. Uh, my, my father-in-law said it's very true. A man walks so different. A man walking so different. The young men today is picking up their mother's habits because there's no male input there. Mm. Women tell their son, pay bills, opening and closing doors, et cetera, et cetera. It's more to it. Fixing the problems instead of adding to it. Love the combo. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, LeGrade said, first of all, what's up, y'all? I was raised on how to respect real men. Y'all three know me. Everything. Every time y'all offer advice, I listen and stop talking. I make eye contact and acknowledge you. It was small. It was, okay, it was small things like that my father taught me in the midst of getting us out of the projects in New Orleans. Mm. He did not have a father around, so he so he learned and then taught me because he wanted to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Sharonda Art said, thank, you, thank God for men like you. I believe you all have been exposed to a lot more things and people than most in our community has. Going to college, being in the military exposes you to a whole other lifestyle. True that. Mm-hmm. And check that out up there, man. Somebody gave something. Star, what hey, you say? Star, you better not be talking crazy. No, no. <laughs> it says, as 
It says, as women, we need to be teaching young girls how to be accepting of chivalry, value chivalry, and not to take it for granted. Yes. Amen. Important. Yes. Very hey, important. Alexis, thank you for being a part of the show, ma'am. Thank you for having me. All right. And listen, you're welcome anytime. So we appreciate you. And then we'll be talking to you soon, okay? All right. Thank you all for watching. All right. Y'all have a good night. Later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is the Lion's Den. Thank you all for watching. This is what it is. Hey, Larry, where they can find you at? Hey, hey, Larry is on MySpace. Don't forget. (laughs) Right. I'm on Facebook, y'all. My name, Larry Ketchum. Type it in, and there I am, all right? All right, and Will, where you at, brother? Man, it will, man. St. Louis, stand up. Follow me on Instagram, 8,000 Ways. Facebook, Will.Spencer. Keep it simple, man. Y'all be easy. Keep it going. Keep tuning in, man. Get the lines down, baby. Chime in. I like the comments. That's right. Hey, again, everybody, we appreciate y'all. This is me, Seth, and you can check me out on SethTheSpeaker.com, DJ Scooby 313, and everything else. Don't worry about it. And if you... See this, share it. We appreciate it. Give us comments, feedback. If things that you didn't like, we appreciate it. Things you did like, we appreciate it. Appreciate it. And, and if you got topics, yes, topics. Hit, yes. Up, hit sure. me up. Inbox yes. me. Let me know. Sure. Hey, let's talk yeah. about this, and we'll, we'll put it out That's there. That's right. And guess what? If you bring up the best topic, you might be a guest. And so you can come on in and get on this mic right here. You know what I'm saying? So we appreciate everybody that's going on live. Yes, you got to get your num-num juice. Make sure that y'all tune in next week. We appreciate it. We out. Holla at you. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com. A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.